Hello and welcome to Drink 4, dot dot dot, the podcast that combines a lifelong film infatuation with an overarching love of drink, an interactive journey that encourages the incorrigible while providing an intoxicating alternative to a night out. Think Netflix and chill without the chill, perhaps without the Netflix, and definitely without the sex. Who knows, maybe we'll learn something along the way, or at the very least, have a bit of immature fun. Hello and welcome to London, thank fucking Christ, I am out of the closet of sorrows. I am joined as well by guests. <laughs> guests, introduce yourself. It's the T1 Takeover. Yeah, T1 Takeover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, I know. We'll, we will do some plugs. So my name is Zoe, aka Shabby Chic, and I'm one of the presenters of T1 Presents and Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them. Uh, my name's Alex, uh, aka Velvet Thunder, and I'm also a presenter on uh, T1 Presents and Fantastic Beats. Um, and yeah, we've been doing the podcast for like almost ages a, now, almost a year. Yeah, it's almost been a year. Um, uh, it's uh, it's been a good ride. It has been a good ride. It's a music and talk podcast where we lots of chats. There's a lot of chat. There's yes. also a lot of music though. Yeah, we just did a. Uh, a film in, a music and film podcast with with Jordan with Jordan this yeah. week which yeah. was a lot of fun big time big time double crossover this is we're doing some big crossovers double double um, and you can listen to Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them and T1 Presents on Spotify and Mixcloud and you can find all of that at t.1.collective without the final e yes on all the socials but mainly Instagram is the one that we update hit us up hit us up Perfect. Thanks, guys. It's great to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here. In uh, in the metaphorical closet of sadness. And today, <laughs> I have a very special treat for us. Oh, okay. Because there are some great musical cameos in this film. <laughs> no way. As well as probably just a whole lot of very problematic, probably. bordering on extremely racist jokes. Oh, God. In Mike Myers, <laughs> The Love Goo. Ah, <laughs> yes! <laughs> We're laughing already. This is this. Uh, yeah, no. This is already a really good, really, really good sign. This 2008 gem was wow. written by Marco Schnabel, as you can tell, very Indian name. Oh yeah, Marco. Yeah, yeah. Marco. Written by Mike and Graham Gordy, another really Indian name, starring uh, just a bunch of people, just a bunch of really, really good people. It's got a 24 on Metascore. 24. So we're, looking, we're mm. deep red. Yeah. We're, we're deep, deep right here. Uh-oh. I think, uh, I think the Emoji movie has higher than that. No. Oh, wow. It might not. Let's hope it does. Yeah. But this is the IMDB plot description for this film. Okay. Pitka, an American raised outside of his com... Pitka, an American <laughs> raised outside of his country by gurus, returns to the States in order to break into the self-help business. His first challenge is to settle the romantic troubles and subsequent professional skid of a star hockey player whose wife left him for a rival athlete. The fuck? Wow. What? This sounds like this is toxic masculinity to film. This is going to be something oh my truly, God. truly special. Yeah, wow. I'm, uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. and trepidatious all at the same time. No, I think you absolutely should be. I feel just... troubled. Yeah, I I feel troubled. I have troubled. caught glimpses of this film. Yeah. Yeah. However old I was in 2008 or 9 whenever I saw it on the on TV. Um, but I either fell asleep or turned it off. Yeah. Uh, and this will probably happen today as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully I'll get drunk before I fall asleep. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. We can't do it after, can you? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll wake you back up and record the second half. Okay. At least. Yeah, Great. We'll, we'll Great. get you up and we'll watch, I don't know, we'll watch something from Bollywood. It'll be fine. <laughs> that was lively. It'll get you back nice in the spirit, and lively. spirit of the game. It's good to have something directed by a white man on this podcast as well. I mean, come on. Representation. <laughs> Representation's a, a thing. Oh. So, as you know, we have to go through some drinking rules. Okay. Uh, this first one is going to do it for us. I, I don't, there doesn't necessarily need to be any more rules other than this first one, which is drink for problematic Indian stereotypes. Oh my god. This is going to be, this is going to be, uh, police yourself. The, the, uh, you know, you could drink the whole time probably because Mike Myers is pre- going to pretend to be. He's gonna have it. He's gonna have a terrible accent. Yeah, he will definitely have a terrible accent. That's awful. Um, I also feel as though you could just look at the poster and get drunk. And no. Yeah, Yeah, you could probably just like see all the stuff in the background. Yeah, Yeah, I'll do all that. Yeah, that'll be easy. We're gonna go for celebrities playing themselves. I believe the cameos in this film, some of the celebrities do play themselves. Oh, cool. The characters. That could be fun. Yeah. 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 Could be. We're gonna drink for (laughs) members that. I, and I'm not sure why, but there are a lot of people from The Daily Show on this. Really? Oh. There's a lot of old hats on The Daily Show that went on to do spectacular things. There's a, there's a bunch of comedians in this that are now wildly famous and have their own television no shows. No way. And one wonders if they have erased this completely from their CVs. Mm. Yeah. In order to get these, because they're very social justice oriented progressive comedians and yet they've all participated in this black hole of early knots shenanigans. Right. So let's see. We're gonna drink for hockey as Brits know all about hockey. Oh we do. Sure. So we're gonna drink for hockey references. Mm-hmm. I'll try to guide us along with that one. It's it's an unnecessary rule. We're gonna get shit based on that first one. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> we're gonna drink finally for the word Ashram, because oh as God. I remember, Mike Myers only talks about life at the ashram, and it's probably the only Hindi word he knows, and he probably just keeps going back, wow. back to it, excellent, over and over and over again. Mm. Um, should we mention what we're drinking? He's just about to. Oh. Yeah. He's just about I think, to. I think for this one, again. last week we did, we drank Cobra. So we can't, unfortunately, oh, what? Is that, is that Cobra okay. this week. Can't we be a can, repeat. Okay. We can drink uh, other other light light items because this this first rule is going to get us into a lot of trouble. Okay. Yeah, this and is going to be dangerous. And we don't want to be incoherent by the time we finish this. Oh so my god, we might. We're going to go probably light lager today. Okay, great. Okay. That sounds good. Maybe a little bit of white wine. It's pretty warm here in Britain. The mm. sun is out. Yeah. Which it is hot. Very rare. Oh yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, actually, rather toasty in this room. Rather nice. Yeah, I've also nice. brought a, a left for good measure. Okay. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. It's great. Important to blonde. That's good. Yeah. Very blonde German left. beers yes, to this yes. uh, mix of both American and I'm not even. Yeah, no, just just American. Just American. Making fun <laughs> of other people's <laughs> cultures. Uh, game. So. Great. Yeah, it's good. You you can drink anything you want for this. Drink anything problematic. Just go with that. It'll be fine. Yeah, sure. So with that said, and with no further ado, we're going to leave you now. And fucking 
hate ourselves for an hour and a half while, while engaging in, in activities that that really show our bodies who's boss. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Peace. Alright guys. Peace out. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick and tired of this shaving bullshit. That's why Shave Dollar Club has become my go-to resource to get an ultra-quick, ultra-clean shave for only a buck. Shave Dollar Club is a crowd-funded, open-source, multi-stage platform wherein, step one, you send them a dollar. Step two, they shave somebody. Step three, one day you'll probably get a shave. You might be asking yourself, Jordan, well, your name's not Jordan, but mine is. Will every dollar I spend go to shaving me? And the answer is no. But Shave Dollar Club guarantees that that dollar will go to shaving somebody who needs a shave. So whether or not it's you or a friend, that dollar is going to provide a fresh, clean, and let me tell you, brother, well-deserved shave. And that's why we got to kickstart this thing, guys. We got to make sure we send them enough dollars that one day that shave's going to come back to you. And trust me, guys, when it does, God, it's a good shave. Good shave for a dollar, I'll tell you what. So go to www.shavedollarclub.org. Enter the promo code drink 4 backslash loveguru at checkout to receive 15% off your first dollar. And welcome back from the nightmare of... <laughs> Love Guru, holy shit. Let me first and foremost apologize to any of my Asian listeners, and second to any of my listeners. Yep. Marishka Hargitay. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I don't know. I mean, uh, Tongue Collective, do you guys think that that was as bad as... Uh, Tongue. Tongue Collective, who's that? I don't know. As, uh, as I did. Um... <laughs> We got some thoughts, and, they, and they're numerous. Where do they start? Oh, Let's well. Let's go reverse alphabetical order. Z to A. Um, Zoe was very offended by that, even though she didn't really understand what she was seeing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh. yeah <laughs> I, don't, mm, I feel as though... Uh, it started with, with, it started from a place of kind of like, well, we're going to be super racist with this. Yeah, it was the intention of. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, we're just going to take the piss as much as we possibly can. Um, stereotype, stereotype, stereotype. And then it like, uh, devolved even more into being uh, super racist, not only to... Uh, people of Indian heritage, oh God, yeah. but also oh. like, like everyone, uh, African Americans, and like almost, yeah, almost everyone. Literally everyone else. And yeah, it no, wasn't was like it? in, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it didn't seem like it was, uh, it, like meta in a way. Like it was just, no, no, it was just like straight up. Well, we're yeah, taking the piss out, out of you as, in, with every opportunity, and not like a self awareness thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, it was just no. like there was no subtlety. There was no kind of. Oh, it was. 
horrendous. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. It was, and, then it was it, and then it just devolved into like a sports film. Oh, and, and ball jokes. Yeah, so lots of lots of dick jokes. jokes. Yeah. yeah, and Justin Timberlake. Come on, you know I've seen in time. <laughs> but Have you? Come on. Oh, what a film in time. Why didn't we watch in time? <laughs> I know. I fucking wish we'd watched that. Oh, we should have done that. However, we watched. If like... only we had enough time. <laughs> oh my god! If you look at my arm real close, you can see how much time, time we have. <laughs> she ran out of time. Oh my god! So yeah, this was uh, perhaps the worst film of all time. Mm, yeah. And perhaps not the worst film of all time because there are other films that are absolutely worse than this one. Yeah. Also. But yeah. Mm. That being said, this might need to be avoided at all costs. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. It is. Uh, it is extremely juvenile in its humor. Yeah. Undoubtedly, it is riding the success of. Austin Powers, and one, two, and three. hundred percent. Which and uh, Shrek. Uh, yes, yeah. and Shrek. Yeah. And yeah. I've yeah. revisited Austin Powers recently. The first one, I tried. I tried to get in the right mindset you, you to watch Austin Powers and take that as you will. And even in so doing, it was fucking. Terrible. Even Will Ferrell showing up as Mustafa wasn't as funny as I thought it was yeah. when I named some family pets Mustafa. This just assumes that it can continue the little people shame, the black shame, the in uh, like the the various Indian accents that Michael Myers does. Yeah, I imagine. I am. Uh, it's funny for me to. Cur- <laughs> it's, it's very. It's very enjoyable. Enjoyable for me to currently think about this being a revenge film for Mike Myers to sort of get Kanye West involved. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. And, Maybe. And, and be Maybe. like, oh, by the way, all Isn't blacks. I have you pegged. This is what you're. No, <laughs> you can't. Make, you can't say that. No. Sure. Of course I can't well, say you, that. You can, you can say it, but I, I don't think that's what he meant to do. No, like, like that's a fucking. It's much. That's, that's, fucking, that's dark. That's like, really dark. It's really dark. It's dark if he has no idea that what he's doing is racist. No, no, no. I'm sure he it's understands equally, that. It's equally as dark. But like, if, if he's just like, you know what? I'm gonna sell this film to only white people, and I'm gonna be really racist about blacks. Yes, but I I feel like there's an unawareness of what he's doing. There's clearly an awareness of black culture in this. Yeah, there is, but I think there's an unawareness of stereotypes. And either in my hilarious version of the world, Mike Myers is punking Kanye because you know punked exist during 2008. Yeah. Or yeah. He is uh, completely unaware that what he's saying about black culture might be offensive from a Canadian called Mike Myers. Yeah, I think I think it's more that. Yeah, that's certainly more palatable. No, not even that. I think I'm like. <laughs> yeah, no. No, yeah, I no, think I think that's probably. No. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, you know. It's far-fetched and racism and, uh, can insane. exist in a pa- in a passive yeah. way. You know. Oh no, of course it can. Which I think it kind of does in this. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, this it, is a Hurricane Katrina like revenge movie. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, would be it's crazy. Not, it's clearly not. Crazy. Uh, it's clearly it not that. This is definitely one of the hardest films to watch of all time. 
just because, I mean, it's it's so hard to watch because the drinking game, drink for, Cheese crust, yeah. Indian stereotypes. There was a lot of them. Negative Indian stereotypes and or stereotypes. Because stereotypes in general tend to be negative. To choose when to drink and when not to, you end up drinking the whole time. Yeah. And his pun-based humor makes it much more difficult. And you you see Mike Myers hanging out with Romany Malco and think to yourself, it would be really fun to hang out with Mike Myers. Like, he's really silly. He'd make you laugh. He'd be a great person to be around mm. during his, quote-unquote, patented guru system of recovery, his drama system. They hang out at a bar, and it's a lot of fun. And you can see how, as a person, Mike Myers might be really fun to hang out with. But then the rest of this film exists around the character that Mike Myers plays. And so you you know that Mike Myers is not a good person. <laughs> this clearly, and I don't, you know, the ignorance of Generation X, I, I assume you can, you can put that on it. You can put a lot of different reasons as to why Mike Myers doesn't understand why throwing Vern Troyer around the whole time, making little people jokes, making black American jokes, and doing this entire Indian character is for some reason very funny. But in that one moment, you almost seem as fun to hang out with, and then the rest of it is just this, it's impossible to hang out with Mike Myers because he's a piece of shit. Sorry, I just want to point out that Alex is picking his nails with my earrings right now. That's what's happening. Well, you know. This film made me really drunk, okay? Yeah, what I wonder why. What the fuck are you why. doing? <laughs> like, I wonder oh, fucking why. Yeah, no, I'm with Alex because good God. <laughs> yeah, honestly. This, this, I mean, as widely interpretable as that first rule is. How, how much should we drink? How much um, should we end up drinking? The elephant turned up about seven times in the film, inexplicably on the other side of the world. Um, yeah, the fact behind, that an Indian man needed an elephant. Yeah, the, the entire way through the film. Um, on, in the final, I don't know, I don't know hockey terms, what do you call the hockey thing that they... We would say final period, probably. Yeah, but what's the thing that they play it on? No, oh, it was the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, I know, but what's the field? <laughs> oh, a pitch. rink. 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 A rink. A rink. Not the pitch. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say ring, because I don't think it's a ring. Close. It is a ring. Rink. <laughs> um, yeah, at the end... They were ha inexplicably having sex as a distraction. The elephants, to get, not the players. To yeah. get, um, uh, oh, that's certainly something. Uh, well, it's the uh, it's foreshadowed earlier. I mean. uh, yeah, Ele elephant sex foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they, when else did it? They were hiding behind a bush, and the elephant gave them away um, with his like seemingly seek. Um, 
servant person who followed him around yeah. the whole way through the film. I mean, yeah, I mean, not only that individual sort of PA figure, you have all of the guards for his various ashrams, which was another great way to just sort of palette the booze in between the horrifying stereotypes you had, you know, just the various ashram scenes, but yeah, the Sikh guards were something. I mean, it, 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 you get lost in the minutia of offensiveness. Yeah, I feel like that's something you don't really get a lot. Where it, where it's more bold-faced, and this is just, this is like, this is almost like early Hollywood. Oh hey, let's just cast so and so as Aladdin in 101 Arabian Nights. We'll have him run around, and you know, he can always just dark up a little bit. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it, this is. There's something exceptional about how racist this film is in 2008, and I think it really illustrates how far we've come in these nine years. And also how. Uh, or 11 years. And also how uh, they misjudged it. Yeah, massively. Yeah. So, because oh so yeah. like, it's not even as though it was received well at the time, and yeah. everybody was like, "Oh yeah, have you seen this new Mike Myers film?" Because yeah. even at the time, it's like this is even the even the non-racist jokes didn't land. Yeah, no, not yeah. none of it really. Yeah, landed. there was like there was like two, three good like actual good jokes. Yeah, and we just laughed because like, it was awful. Two yeah. or three yeah. really good jokes. <laughs> And they were like a hundred and fifteen pun jokes. <laughs> there were so many puns in it. And, it, and then, that would be yeah, a dangerous no, it, rule. It's, it's so pun based. And then I don't know, ten thousand. And this is an estimate. Really offensive jokes. So many offensive jokes. Uh, so yeah, it it really becomes in that way something great. I know Alex, you pointed out early on. Uh, how they have the actress Mershka Hargitay <laughs> and the only reason that up to that point the guru says Mershka Hargitay to everyone is so eventually he can meet the actress and make a joke about it so yeah, they, they because it sounds uh, that doesn't make that that's mad to me and they they literally like wrote so much dialogue around the fact that they would they had definitely secured Mariska Hargitay's participation like, in this joke and this joke payoff that they that they could just like say it a bunch of times in the beginning and like have her show up and they could tell her that as a good donor they've created a special victims unit of his ashram uh, Oh man, there's just because honestly, I didn't know who that person was. No, I didn't. No, no. You're British. I, I, I've no. I, yeah, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. So I mean, you guys know Law and Order, but you. No, I well, I've heard of it. Yeah, you guys don't say. have special no, no, no. unit, so and you should be very thankful for that because it's about <laughs> rape and pedophilia. What? That's the ver Yeah, no, that's the that's the law part of it. Great. The, the special victims are uh, children. <laughs> And young women. No. Those are the special victims. It is a very dark. hard to watch show. That is dark, yeah. Which is why I'm very happy that I've been kicked out of this country where Love Island is a show mm. and into one where there's we have a bunch of really horrible shows. We have horrible shows too. Kids have it. 
Yeah, I know you do. But I'm trying to, you know, really get up. Boost that audience pity, you know? <laughs> That's why people listen, is because they're sorry for me. What, because you're an American? It's be, yeah, it's not only because I'm American, but because I have to go back to America after really living the good life, the, I, the pre-colonial life. You I know feel I mean? sorry for you for both those reasons. Well, of course you do, as you should. Yeah. Um, you should really feel the worst for me because I've just watched The Love Guru. Well, I think we watched it as well. I think, oh. I'm, I'm not really sure. Oh, did we? See. We did watch it. Did you watch it? And you made us watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, turns out, you were right when you let us go free. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was something special. That I also got cool. some, uh, from this film, got some dodgeball vibes. Did you? Towards I saw, uh, yeah, I know what you mean, like the game. Yeah, so they have this yeah. like, mad game at the end, and the two commentators mm -hmm. that were actually told yeah. the best jokes. Yeah, they were, they were really Undoubtedly, funny. but they were the two funniest individuals in yeah, the film. Exactly. It was Stephen Colbert and Jim Gaffney. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, no, they were, they were the best people yeah. for jokes. And they, yeah, they were actually funny from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. They um, were great. Because they were kind of separated from the actual story of the film, really. Yeah, it was like they yeah. were sort of doing their own... Yeah, bits. And yeah. Nothing, yeah, and nothing they, they could say was ever offensive because they were just talking about hockey. Yeah. Two white guys talking about hockey, yeah, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Stephen Colbert. And it's very funny. I know we talked about this while watching the film, how these two extremely woke, modern, progressive, utterly liberal, utterly for the people comedians, mass market people have participated in something that is so clearly vile. Yeah. And whether or not they keep this on their Resumes, yeah. Resume. I'd like to ask one of them about it. Like, how so how do you feel about yeah, being no, a No, I'd just be like, well, how did this happen? Like, yeah. right, what, how did you come about? Who sold it to you? Yeah. And on what on what basis did you think, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I'd like to be, I'll be part yeah. of that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a good project. I'd like to put my name yeah. behind, yeah. I just feel kind of like there's a... I don't know, there's an ignorance around what's offensive sometimes. And people just be like, this is really funny. Yeah. And then they won't look at they won't look at it and go, actually it's quite offensive. No, they won't I don't I feel like but I'm not like Maybe. accusing not, accusing either of them or yeah. anything, but like it's generally not speaking, yeah. Because he's they say in the beginning he's an American who went to India. Yeah. And so none of anything we do with Mike Myers is is offensive because he is an American who theoretically learned Hindi and then learned these various guru things. Yeah. But it also makes I exploding and escaping from scenes. Yeah. Like a magician. Like a magician. Oh my god. Mm. Learning magical skills. Insane. <laughs> Because famously, so you can learn. Yeah, if you're Indian, you can just it. explode yourself and. Well, I think Asian in general. Asia. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Masters of the mystic arts. Yeah, oh, Asians. Yeah, it's, it's, it's can you do a... part of it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You... I can do half, like a bit. So, of it, a so you can make smoke. Basically. I can make some smoke come out of my thing. Okay, right. Smoke yeah. And and and. Sometimes my eyes glow in the dark. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. I, I can read like elements of people's thoughts. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. Do you have any tattoos that are uh, TM'd <laughs> on your body? Do you have any like uh, stock phrases that we should know about? Um, cock specifically. <laughs> cock specifically, but a cute boy with a TM. Do you have any, uh, any, any, anything for blown? <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, um, this, this really made me, I think in particular, because I hadn't seen it in so long and I, I, you know, you, as a person alive, you want to think the best of everything nope. that you've consumed as a kid yeah. and as an adult. And you want to think to yourself, everything was great. Yeah, everything, everything was, was great. great back then. Everything was great. Everything was great back then. <laughs> and then you watch something from 10 years Alex. ago and it's no. this racist? No. No, everything was great back then. Shrek was great. I, I, I. Is it? Shrek is great. Shrek one and two are sick. Those two films are wicked. I, and so is Austin Powers. I wouldn't hear a bad word said about <laughs> any of those three films because they are great. I they are so them. funny. You watched them? I watched um, Gold Member. Yeah. Pun in the title. I know. Two years ago. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Two years ago. You could still be okay with Foxy Cleopatra in there? Yeah, I thought she was great. She was good. What's wrong? With, she was great. She I don't was, know. She was I, strong. Like, this, she was. This there was is nothing so wrong with her character. It makes me doubt if that was okay. I think it's. Good. I have no idea. Well, there's, there's no issues. So, 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 I have no so idea. here's the thing. And right? I'm not going to say that that any of the Austin Powers films are bad or offensive. They might be. I haven't seen them recently enough. The first one was just not great for the mindset I was in when I watched it. What, which one is that? Is it called the first one? Man of Mystery, yeah. International Man of Mystery. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so, yeah. And then what's the second one called? Oh, God. Uh, like, something like Pussy Here we galore. go again. Pussy <laughs> galore, uh, Something like that. Well, here's the thing. Pussy man. I think... Pussy <laughs> man. Austin Powers 2. Pussy man. <laughs> I'm a pussy man. Hey, you should listen to our last week's episode of uh, Fantastic Beasts of Where to Find Them when we play Pussy Man. Where, where can you find these beasts? I'll tell you, you can find them at t.1.collector without the final E. I can't believe we're doing a plug. Yeah, pussy Spotify, man. Fantastic Beasts of Where to Find Them. Yes, please. Um, um, what I was going to say, I think you... Maybe not now, but a future sort of reading of the Austin Powers films will find someone like Fat Bastard very offensive. I mean, he's already really offensive. No, he is and really Mike offensive, Myers... but we've not mentioned him, have we? No. But... Interesting. I'm just saying it's but... interesting that we've not mentioned him. Why? Because he's Scottish. No, because he's fat. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know, but yeah. But do, but do you see what I'm saying? But, but, like, it's mm. another person. Yeah. Who's... And and we're not necessarily talking about Austin Powers because we're talking about the Love Guru. Yeah. The Love Guru. Yeah, I understand in, that. In which, in which Vern Troyer does exist, and so yeah. you get even more little people hate. Yeah, yeah. Than you had in that, or at least it continues in a way that I think Mike and his rapport with. Burn. It it might be very appealing to have a friendship in which you can make jokes to the other person. Yeah. Like, hey, these are the things that hurt you. These are the things that hurt me. We joke about these two things, and that's our thing. And that shows you and I that we're very close. And then you bring that publicly, and when one of the people is a little person and the other person might be Canadian or fat or big or racist or whatever. 
making fun of them in public for those things becomes immediately offensive. No, because, because you have an individual rapport with your yeah, friends. So, so. I can say certain things to my friends that I would not say to them in public because if another person who exists within the realms of what I make fun of for my friends mm. would hear it. No, but you posed the question, would you watch Austin Powers now and read it in an offensive way? And I would say yes. You'd be offended by Austin Powers. You would well, read no, it you, in you, an offensive you, way. You could, you could read it in like, right, well, who's, whoa, who? Like someone like Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard, oh yeah, the, um, but the whole or point, the whole point of Austin Powers is he's taking the piss out of James Bond. Yeah, no, That's I understand that. the whole premise that. of it. Like, but the, then like, do so, like, every other, every other stereotype that you get in Austin Powers is a direct jab and, right. and jive at. James Bond. Yeah, that's but exactly still, what he's done for the last thirty years. Yeah, no, I understand that, but you'd still look at things in it that you know are potentially offensive now. Uh, maybe, maybe fat bastard. Yeah. yeah, little person. Fine. Um, I mean, I get. I get throwing. I get throwing around a little person yeah. isn't particularly. Like, there, there's certainly a difference between parody and comedy. And yes, Austin Powers does do a lot of parody of James Bond and of British imperialism and of colonialism and of all that stuff. Absolutely. But it also tries to be funny outside of those bounds. But I, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to make, I, I'm not going to make that comment because I, I haven't seen it recently enough and I don't know. So yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, yeah, see, this is what happens when you drink for Indian stereotypes for so fucking long. God damn it. Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah, this is what happens. But yeah, it, it, it made me question whether or not improvisational comedies from the mid-2000s, from the noughties, are funny at all. Or are they memories that I've had that are that are... Not necessarily as open-minded as I am now. And informed. Maybe. So, yeah, maybe we should either stop revisiting things that we really enjoyed or revisit them to... No, I think it's good to, to revisit stuff. constantly check ourselves. Yeah. To constantly uh, yeah, well, there you go, there you go. It's constantly not, try to improve yeah. and constantly try to, to understand how we've changed and how we've matured. I don't think it's a good idea to not revisit things. Like just blanking out mm. the stuff that you found funny when you it's were younger is not a good easy. idea. Yeah, but you can just be like, oh yeah, that was great. Oh yeah, do you remember that? And then you don't need well, to. Well, you never it. look at it again. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you should definitely look at it again. No, because I watched, right, for example, I loved Lion King, I loved uh, Jungle Book as a kid. I was obsessed with yeah. those films. I watched them again. Jungle Book is fucking weird as shit, man. Yeah, it is. It's fucking weird film. Like, that it's cartoon great. shit is weird. It's weird as hell. Don't watch it again. If you loved it as a kid, no, do I not watch that. I think you I should do that. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Because it just crushes all your memories. Like, I turned it off. I was like, yo, this is fucking weird. This snake is hypnotizing a child. Yeah. Like, uh, yes, that's yeah. odd. Like, it's all about this weird, and Blue as a character is, you know, borderline child molestery. Yeah, no, I get that, but no, like... No, undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah, no. then, yeah well, so, so that's not cool. I don't want to see that. And also, no. I watched Lion King again. Mm -hmm. Dry. Yeah. Dry. <laughs> just, just dry. Just, 
right as in you didn't cry at all. <laughs> no, I was just like, fuck, when is he gonna die, man? Fuck, hurry up. <laughs> Honestly, I will watch the new one when it comes out because yeah, that because will be CGI. great. <laughs> and it doesn't look like it's CGI. Take out even more white dudes to play the voices. No. Well, I mean, it does look sick. It me? does look sick, yeah, and all the cast is in, almost entirely black. Really? Yeah. Although, there's, there's like I know two, Donald Glover's in the cast. There's, there's, there's two black, um, white voices. Playing yeah. who? Timon uh, and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa, Seth Rogen and... Thingy. John Mulaney? No, no, um, what's his name? John Oliver. Oliver. No way! Yeah, he, he's doing Timon. I mean, the parrot person. Oh, um... Zazu. Zazu, yeah. Okay. I thought Timon and Pumbo were white dudes. Oh yeah, you might be right. So it's isn't it like James Corden in it too? Uh, if, it, so if it's James Corden, I'm not watching it. Is this just directed by a white guy? Hmm? Is this directed by a white guy? Probably. Yeah, it's probably, probably. produced by one too. Yeah. Which is just sort of like benefiting off the back of the Africans. Which is anyway, another discussion. Anyway, we've gone down a hole here. No. A huge hole. Here's the thing. <laughs> Whether or not you want to revisit art and judge it based on your current circumstances, you have to accept that every time you experience a piece of art, whether it's a painting or a piece of music or what are the other types of art? There's definitely a few. Uh, let's say architecture, uh, ballet, uh, does anyone else know any other types of art? Do no, you've covered them all. Yeah, I've covered all four you, types of art. That's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Probably. That's it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, good. So, <laughs> this is how you know to uh, listen to this very carefully. It reflects who you are at that moment. This was today incredibly offensive. And it will be likely tomorrow even worse. <laughs> Earlier, it might have been something else. It might have reflected a certain cultural milieu, and it might have been a little bit better. These these white men were in the midst of the patriarchy and of I'm... that certain time, and they made something that they thought was hilarious, which doesn't make it okay, and it doesn't make it good and it doesn't forgive any of the things that exist in this film, it landed with $40.6 million worth of box office revenue for people at the time. And I would never, I would very, I would very much hesitate to say or to decry anyone who enjoys this film. Really? For enjoying it. And I, I wouldn't say that anyone who enjoyed it is racist, which is certainly, it, they're not. They don't. They're not necessarily racist. They enjoyed this film. Sure. Okay. And it reflects a certain thing about them at that certain time, which is, which is infinitely changeable. Mm. Your opinion is going to change based on what you've watched. You're going to have certain trigger warnings. You're going to have certain things that you can and can't watch. I can't watch anything in which parents inexplicably become much closer to their children or like grandparents die. I can't watch that. I break down and I turn off. And 
other people have various other things that they can or cannot experience in art. Hmm. Does that mean that it's bad or good? No. I think and you're taking so, a bit of a leap there from looking at this film going, hmm, that seems like it's pretty racist to you, I can't watch this because there's, my, there's grandparents dying in it. Like, the, the leap is, is an odd one. In what way? Well, like having the awareness to look at a film and go, hmm, this is pretty racist, to like... Yeah. I just know two different things, like turning off a film because you've got a personal trauma attached to it, to looking at something going, hmm, this is probably racist, are just two different things. Well, it's personal, it's personal awareness, it's personal... Yeah, I understand As that. everything is personally aware. So other people are fine with grandparents, are fine yeah. watching grandparents die because yeah. they haven't experienced yeah, that. Yeah, no, I understand And other that. people who might not have experienced or understand racism against a certain group might watch something and think to themselves, this is fine. Yeah, in no, I get that, case, but they're just, they're just different. They're not different at all. It's all, in what way? They're just, but I've explained why. Yeah, but they haven't. You've said that they're different and then that's what you've said. Yeah, but both, um, yeah, both, both things require an element of uh, sympathy or empathy. True. Um, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's but just, empathy it, is acquired. Yeah, it's just it's just something that you haven't experienced yet, but you understand. Yeah, hmm. that, yeah that's what Jordan's trying to say. Hmm. And, and that's and that that is the difference. Yeah, is that that empathy is acquired and it is acquirable. So, this is to us and to people who have acquired empathy for this type of racism, very racist. To people who have not acquired that, it is not. And the only way to get this across to them is not to say that this is extremely racist, watch it and find out why it's racist is to show them the empathy and to lend them the empathy and the idea that they can eventually change themselves to see this as racist. Is to give them the empathy. Is to allow them the chance to experience the empathy. And not label things as this is immediately racist, this is immediately this, which it, it arguably is. But not the viewers who enjoy it, because we can't label the viewers of Love Goober who enjoy it racist. Mm. We can label them. We can't label them because we shouldn't really label people because that's bad, horribly bad but we can give them the opportunity of lending them empathy for their opinions. And that is my point. I am extremely drunk. <laughs> Again, because this movie was extremely racist. Uh, <sighs> I heard the door slam, I'm sorry, I was like, Mom? I thought people were having sex next door. What? They might be. Yeah, I thought I could hear sex noises. Wow. Do you think that's because the love guru worked for them? Can we pray silence, please, for just some sex? What, what is that? The kids, the kids playing next door. The little kid outside. <laughs> playing. 
<laughs> no, it is. Don't not. worry, we'll, we'll edit this. <laughs> no, I swear I can hear people on the text now. Yeah, they play outside a lot. <laughs> Where are you going? Go back down there. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, wrap this up, please. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do we have any anything more to say about nope. uh, um, nope. about this? Any forewarnings? Forewarnings. Any grand gestures? Probably just don't. Uh, I actually would say watch it, but do the drinking game that we did with with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna watch it, do the drinking game because otherwise it's grossly uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Um. Because it's, yeah, uh, probably a waste of time, but probably not a waste of time. Yeah. You Maybe could... take the lesson that we learned from this to another film that you might watch in its stead. Um, I also think um, that, to me, Mike, Mike Myers before this was a, a beloved character in my mind. And, you know, he's been in loads of films yeah, that I... Uh, which, so many awesome films. Yeah, which, which is mad. But also he hasn't, because he was in Shrek and he was in Austin Powers. And that yeah. is pretty much it. And he had a cameo in that um, Quentin Tarantino film that I've forgotten the name of, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Um, and that is pretty much his entire career, and he got embarrassed by Kanye West on live TV. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, those two series of films were huge to me. So I was just like, oh, Mike Myers is untouchable. Like, he's up there with Jim Carrey to me yeah. at, at that point in my life. Of course, yeah. I was just like, oh, this guy's insane. Like, he's hilarious. Yeah. But, but he's not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who wrote those films for him. He did. He wrote this one. No, yeah, but who, who wrote Shrek and who wrote Austin oh, Powers? Yeah. Like he, he must have written those in collaboration with someone. Because yeah. um, this is... If if he's written this by himself, I'm sorry, but this is an atrocity. It's and he should, bad. And he should never write anything ever again. Yeah. Because you have a bad sense of humor if yeah. you think that this film is funny. Yeah. Um, like, bad. I don't really, I've, very, very bad. Yeah, there are a lot of bad things I could say about this film, I think. And say it could, one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's like, well, yeah, that, what I just said was quite bad. An, atroci bad. an atrocity right. of a film yeah. is, is, is... Say another one, then. Um, oh, For the hashtag content. Hashtag content. Um, if... Uh, it... Mm, um, <laughs> if if you enjoyed this film, you would probably enjoy um, Mein Kampf. Yeah, I was going to say something Nazi related actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe you know those uh, Nazi youth camps. Birth of a nation. Birth of a nation. Yeah, Nazi, Nazi youth. You'd probably enjoy those kind of camps. Um, you know, uh, you'd probably be a fan of uh, Winston Churchill because he was famously yeah. racist against the Indians. Oh, of course. Um, oh, so much. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you know. White supremacy all the way. Cool. Yeah. Almost. It's empty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because we've been drinking for racism. <laughs> ah, indeed. Anything from you, nope. Shabby Sheik? No, no, I'm done. That's it, I'm done. Well done. Well, uh, well done for releasing yourself from the doom that is the love guru. Yeah, I'm, 
I thought that this, I thought that this film would be like hilariously bad and we'd be like, oh, look how stupid this is. But it's actually really dark. And it's hilariously bad for another reason. Yeah, like it's just dark. It shows how, how not far we've come. Yeah. It, it shows how, yeah, it's how kind of long just, we have to still go. Yeah, it's just made me a bit sad. Also, this is 10 years ago. Only 10 years ago. Yeah, but I feel like we've come, we have come quite far since then. Yeah, it's even black, Even it's having not, this conversation now, like, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious. It's not quite blaxploitation. No, but it's, it's, you know, it's... I wonder, I want, you know what's really interesting is I wonder whether or not in the reviews of this film, for that really low Metascore review, anyone was like, wow, this is really racist and vitriolic. Or if they were just like, the filmmaking behind this was really poor and the jokes were just puns. I wonder, I really sure. wonder what like the people who looked like me wrote about this film in 2008. I'm sure, I'm fairly certain that there will be those people that... Yeah, that's one more thing that we should not look back at. We should just go forward, eyes, eyes closed and okay. just sort of... Don't look back. There's a there. Oh man, this is really a good reason to never look back. Oh my God, what a bad, oh, what a bad time. I feel bad now. <laughs> I feel bad. You should feel bad. Everyone should feel bad. And on that note, have a fucking shitty weekend. <laughs>